How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's your boy here, Willigan Avery here, back with another one. And welcome to episode four of the Willing and Able Show. I have a very, very special guest here today, Miss Sydney. Miss Sydney has been my good friend for about two years now. So I'm going to let her introduce her own self and tell more about herself. Miss Sydney, the floor is yours. Hi, everyone. My name is Cindy Sinclair, and I have been a friend. I knew Will from Creative with a Purpose, a small Bible study where we all met. And uh, he was a very, very entertaining. He's still a very entertaining and uh, quite the smart guy. Um, I am currently a YouTuber. Um, I have a channel called Claire's Cove, and I also place like Bible verses and study the Bible, but Bible studies as well as like books that help um, explain prophetic warnings and prophecy and stuff like that. So that's what I like to do. Um, so yeah, that's that's me. Okay, okay, okay. Y'all definitely um, follow her YouTube channel. What's it called again? Claire's Cove. <clears throat> okay, you heard it, folks. Claire's Cove. Definitely go subscribe to her. Check her out. I'm pretty sure it's some great videos on there. I've listened to one or two of them. I got to get back on your videos. Then. I've been slacking. <laughs> but, you know, I'm definitely going to check you out as well. But definitely check her out. Okay, so today's topic is being a, being a Christian in today's society. Now, this is a broad topic, some will say. But we finna go into depth on how we decided on this topic again. You know, we just finna, you finna see. Matter of fact, I'm gonna just start talking and let's get into it. So, my first question for you is, what are some troubles that you have with being a Christian in today's society? Um, Given that you'd be surprised, you think it's something basic, but my biggest struggle is how there are so many witches. <laughs> There's so many witches. Oh. Yeah, like especially where there is the coexist movement in cultures where it's like normal for you to play with Ouija boards and stuff like that. And because and have crystals and manifest and law of attraction. And even if they don't have anything against you, if you're if the Holy Spirit is in you allowing you to sense these things, it can it can like totally like disrupt your whole life. Like it's like it's a spiritual struggle for me um it's difficult because it's like how rampant it is in society and how everyone just thinks that it's okay it's it's really sad but they don't understand how terrible of an abomination it is and mm. being someone who picks up on these things rather easily it can be quite the hindrance to my like life um so I have I don't know if it was um also I came from a background where my ancestors did partake in like witchcraft and stuff like that. And while the current generation, like my parents' generation have all repented and given their lives to Christ, as far as I know, the effects of what your ancestors do actually do run down for generations. So you end up having to battle and pray off and petition off the, the consequences of their actions of, of the past. So if anything, it's surprisingly manipulation and witchcraft isn't always just spells it's just operating from a place of manipulation which is like basic manipulation can be witchcraft so that's what it really is mm, that's deep that's deep because <clears throat> a lot of folks 
no, like I said, a lot of people in society just makes it seem normal and it's not like the I was watching a cartoon show one time and it, I ain't gonna call the name of it. I ain't trying to get sued. <laughs> but it was a it was a TV show and they was basically talking about um basically they was doing like a ritual and stuff like that. And I'm just like I peeped it and I was like, they really got this in like a kid's TV show. Yeah. And it's like it's just so crazy because you see little kids nowadays with like crystals around their necks and a little evil eye thing. And I'm just like, we didn't know about none of this stuff until we hit by at least 18. And now it's like kids like really young with the stuff and I, they don't really know what it means. And I just be like, it's sad that they so blind to it and the devil trying to get them at a, at a young age. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, you got to really try to, you got to protect the young people because like, and even people our age, we still consider young, but we got to protect people and be like, hey, you know, this is not right. Now, if they decide to do it after you tell them, that's up to them, you know, but, you know, even myself, I try to watch what I watch because I was watching a TV show and I really have seen a pentagram in the TV show. I said, wait, wait, uh uh-uh, mm-mm. And I, I just I completely stopped watching it. So, rightfully, right, because right. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, being a Christian, gotta give you discernment. I used to watch TV shows and listen to music, musics. That's not a word. Music, and now I get like a feeling when I see it, and I automatically like somebody like get off, get off, stop looking at that, stop watching it. And it's just like you say, it's just crazy how society made it normalized, and then. Yeah. Right. Right. Like there's certain songs that trigger a certain effect in me. I'm not sure why I'm that sensitive to certain things like that. Maybe it's just the way I am. I'll pray on it. But there's certain music artists I can't listen to because of the effect that it has on my spirit. And you can tell that there's something attached to the music that causes, I don't know if it's frequency. I've heard some um, artists do use crystals and witchcraft to make their music um, more popular or have a specific type of vibe to it. So mm. I, yeah, so I'm like, you know, I don't, it's, it's really weird that they feel the need to do that when music is already powerful on its own. Right. But so, yeah, that's really what is the big challenge for me as a Christian in this society. Yeah, that's real because <clears throat> I heard the same thing. Um, not about the not about the crystals and stuff, but I heard they put spells in the music as well. And I, I honestly believe it because I was I used to listen to this artist. He was my favorite artist. And I noticed when I stopped listening to secular music and I tried to go back. And I even did this earlier this week because I was dealing with some stuff and I just, you know, went to secular music. But I tried to go back and listen to my one of my favorite artist songs. And I immediately got depressed. I'm talking about straight depression, thinking thoughts that I shouldn't even been thinking. And I'm just like, yo, where did this come from? When I wasn't listening to this music, I was listening to secular, secular, not secular, like non-secular music. Um, I never had any thoughts. And it's just like, what did they got on this music? The way your emotions just immediately change, your mindset immediately change. And it's just like, 
you really got to stay prayed up because like you said, you don't know who witches. You don't know who is like trying to get you, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should I ask the question now? Do you have any more questions? Oh, it's up to you. You know, you ask me the question, I ask you a question. That's how we can do it. Okay, so I wanted to know from you personally, I feel like you're a very respectable man, a young man. And I want to know, yes, it's, it's honestly, um, how do you maintain your demeanor, your mannerisms and not get pulled out of character by a temptation or whether it be anger, like incitement of anger or invocation of anger or lust? Like, how do you maintain that? Well, both of those topics that you're touching on, I'm still, you know, dealing with. I'm not perfect, you know. <laughs> um, So when it comes to anger, I recently just, you know, tell myself to be quiet, whether that's out loud or whether that's, you know, in my head. Like, <clears throat> if I get in an argument with somebody, like somebody trying to get in an argument with me, you know, I tell them I ain't got time for this today. I'm not going to argue with you. And I just, you know, and sometimes I just be like, uh, William, just be quiet. Just stop talking. Like, literally, I lie and I just go about my day or just focus on what I have to get done with that person if I have you know like something that I'm doing with that person like work or something like yeah. that so I just leave it alone because at the end of the day God got me and I'm not finna worry about you know what other people gotta say um with lust mm-hmm. um I've gotten way better with that uh to be honest with you um I just give it to God you know I just say I put this in I take this into captivity of the Lord and give it to him and then it'll, it'll yeah. go sometimes you know it'll still try to creep back but i literally you know say that a thousand times a day probably and <clears throat> i try not to let my my eyes get me in trouble as i say um because and i was just talking to one of my friends about this before that we got on this live which is crazy because i was telling her i was like you know you can have a, a woman or a man who is good looking like good looking they got a college degree and they got this job and they got a car and all this and you be like oh that's my wife that's my husband right there you can have a person who might not look the best i ain't saying they ugly but they might not be what you think your husband will look like put it like that and they might you know still stay with their mom but they trying to get their car and they trying to get somewhere like you know they grinding you know and they might not have a college degree but you know, they either can either try to begin it or, you know, college is not for them. And that could be your husband or your wife right there. So, you know, me, I have, I try to tell myself that, you know, if I see a good looking young lady, I just be like, OK, what you look like on the inside? Because the outside fade. Bible say beauty fades, you know, and the Bible also says it's better to be something than to have a nagging wife or something like that. On the corner of a roof than have a nagging wife, if I'm not mistaken, right. I think. Proverbs, no, don't quote me on that, but yeah. I know um, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like, what, matter of fact, it wasn't Proverbs, because like Proverbs, that, that scripture really made me rethink like what I'm supposed to be looking at. And like, I can just see it. Like, I look at a female sometimes and I'd be like, okay, she looked good. And then I'd be like, okay, what's she posting on Instagram and stuff like that? I got always did that, but now mm-hmm. I'm like, it goes deeper with me now. So I'm like, okay. What she posting on Instagram and the slightest when I see the slightest thing, it just turn me off. Like if I see her shooting the middle finger in a picture, like my old me would have been like, okay, she's just doing a trend. But now I'm just like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Or she talk loud, like really loud. I'm just like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Because I I have to think about it at the end of the day, 
<laughs> I had to be like, okay, if this is my wife, that means I'm gonna be a representation of her and she's gonna be a representation of me. I know what I'm trying to get to in life. So if she can't handle herself in the same situation I am, that's not my wife because I don't want her to embarrass me and I don't want to embarrass her. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to think about it. And not to go too deep on this, but this, this does tie into it. Like I, how a person dresses, that really can go into like, like a lust problem because you can look at the person and they dress lustfully. I put it like that. And uh, you just like, oh, mm-hmm. well, she just like this. But you don't think about it. If she's dressing like that, if I have a daughter, that means it's going to be okay for my daughter to dress like that. And I personally don't want my daughter to dress like that. So it's going to be a conflict at hand. So that's why mm-hmm. I really factor all this in. Like, okay, this, this, and this got to get factored in because <clears throat> if she portraying herself like that, how would she portray her kids? Like, how would her kid? how would she want to bring her kids? Like, a person could be like, oh, I believe in crystals. And you'd be like, man, I'm a Christian. And I'd be like, uh, first of all, you know, Christian, if you believe in it, that, and then, you know, just say y'all had kids out of marriage. Now she gonna want her kids to believe in all this stuff. And you just like, yo, what is going on? Like, that's why I feel like you have to be equally mm-hmm. yoked. But, yeah. 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 So, so my next question okay. for you. That was Oh, you can go. Oh, it's kind of, it kind of. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that was really deep. Like, I understand that. That's important. And you, even though people know it, when you say it, it always feels refreshing. Like, as if it's what needs to be said and repeated often. Like, it never gets old. So it's important that people, young people especially know this. Exactly. Um. It has to be, it has to be done because just by me giving you that information, it could have unlocked some in your head. You know, it could have been a blessing to you. So we definitely have to pass on this knowledge of <clears throat> watch what you listen to, watch what you do, watch what you, you know, lust that really we're supposed to be lusting, but watch how you look at people. And I think that's one mm-hmm. thing Christians get in trouble for because we don't look at people like how we supposed to. So being in a society mm-hmm. where the devil runs this world, technically, he thinks he do, you know, and he, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> and he um just have all his stuff going on, we can get distracted by that. We can mm-hmm. be like, oh, it's okay to do this and this. It's okay to, you know, do that because everybody else is doing it. But you got to think about it. You you made different. God made you differently. You can't, you can't do the same thing other people do. Because I know growing up, I used to be like, wow, why can't, you know, do what everybody else is doing? You know, why I can't do this? Why I can't be popular? Why I can't be cool? And like it recently, like recently I figured it out, like you, you made differently. Like you cannot do that because God can literally be protecting you. Cause they say, as they say, rejection can mean God's protection. And like, I got rejected so much in my life. Like a lot of people don't know that. Like, I ain't even talking about in relationships. I'm talking about like everything. Like I got rejected in relationships, opportunities, um, friendships. And I just was like, dang, why, why all this happened to me? You know, but now I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey, that's why. Because if I would have went mm-hmm. this way, these people, 
I would have legit went to do something else with them. You know what I'm saying? Like it literally, it's literally friends that I I had to stop talking to. Oh wow, this is gonna be in the upcoming video, so I'm gonna just speak a little bit on this and that's it. Um, but I literally had to leave some friends who I grew up with, like we was like growing up like one and two year old we knew each other and when i left i was like dang like then with my bros you know we we did a lot together we went through life together technically and it's because they was going the opposite way of where i was trying to get to and i was just like as a christian it's gonna be like that it's gonna be like that because you can't you absolutely cannot have the wrong people in your ear at all because mm-hmm. you're powerful, you mm-hmm. God's child, and the devil don't want you to either reach your potential or notice your potential. So you're going to have people who are close to you, like family members and friends, to try to t- deter you from that point. And that's why a lot of us feel like, oh, it's church hurt or my family don't support me. Yeah, because you don't, you don't want them to support you. Because if they did, they'll you'll do what they want you to do. You'll do what the enemy wants you to do. Not what God wants you to do. You know, even God says it's going to be trials and tribulations on this earth. You know, folks right. going <clears throat> He ain't say it's going to be easy. Like, folks, you just think about it. My dad always say this. You know, God got, Jesus got lied on, spat on, whipped for telling the truth. Like, yeah. so what you think going to happen to us? Like, we basically doing the same thing he doing. <laughs> telling the gospel. Mm-hmm. He fucking don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like really enriching. I like that. That's that's very, very good. Um, when I think about it, I realized that a lot of friendships that I had that drifted apart while we didn't drift apart on bad terms, I felt like I understand I understood why it happened. Because um it just seemed like it wouldn't have gone in the direction that it probably should have went under God's plan had it continued in that way. And you're right about rejection being protection because you never know what someone's been doing behind your back to have people come into your life only for them to not find you to be, say, attractive enough or intelligent enough or enough to them for them to deal with. And that ultimately saved your life. So, you know, yeah. Cause I was I was thinking about um, while you were saying that, about a time where <clears throat> I was in a situation where I had to make a decision on what to do, you know. And God made the decision for me. <laughs> I don't feel like that He made the decision for me, and I was mad. I was like, well, "Come on, like what? Why? What did I do to deserve this?" And Man, it's been like a couple years later, and I'm just saying, like, thank you, God. <laughs> thank you, God, that you got me out of there. Cause I did not see that at all. And I was yeah. just that was definitely his protection because I, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. So my next question for you is when it comes to being a Christian woman what are some of the things that you feel as 
us Christian men in this society need to do better? Well, I think that it depends. Um, for me personally, I haven't dealt with a lot of Christian men um, mm -hmm. because they seem to be so focused when the Christian men I've known seems to be very focused on um, themselves, which is a good thing. Um, I think that they're still developing themselves. My peer group, men and my Christian men in my age, and I feel like that's really important. Um, I don't know as to what they have to do better. I don't feel like I can like, you know, no one, everyone's gonna struggle is what I'm gonna say. Everyone has the struggles. In my language, we have a phrase in Creole that says which means everyone has their own flaws and faults. And it's dependent on every guy. Um, the one Christian man that I came across while dating, who I thought was Christian, I'm not sure if he was, and that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. I wasn't sure if he was because, like, he would tell me that he he moved from Oregon and he um, came to Florida for a business deal or whatever, and he seemed like a nice guy, but very frigid. If anything, it seemed as though it was hard to really connect to him. And then he started asking for sexy pics. And I was like, I don't get down like that. So no. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I was like, you know, I understood him, but I felt like he was too selfish for me at, at one point. But that was from a guy that I don't think was mature enough to really be the guy that I was looking for. So mm -hmm. that's why I don't say, that's why I don't really know what to say when it comes to like what Christian men need to do better because it's like, they're still developing a lot of the people, the Christian men that I know. When they do mature, they end up being one of the most amazing men, fathers, husbands that I've ever seen. But I think the only thing I've noticed is that they should mature. I think they're in the maturing process, but they, they lack some sort of maturity sometimes, a little bit. The ones in my group, yeah. I feel you. And I just want to commend you on you saying that because you're the first ever woman I've ever heard to say that about Christian men. Usually we, mm -hmm. I don't want to say bashed, but mm -hmm. usually get the same phrase of y'all boring, y'all need to, you know, be a little more fun. I just be like, I'm born because I'm doing what God told me to do. Yeah. And it kind of confuses me because I'm like, y'all say I want a Christian man, but when y'all get one, he's too boring. I just be like, that that doesn't make sense. But like you said, like, like we do need to mature because and and so do y'all, you know, women need to mature as well. We all need to mature. But like yeah. speaking personally for me, I've been single for three years. I just realized that the other day. <laughs> And through those three years, I've matured so much. Like, all glory be to God, he's changed me. Because I used to be a whole nother person. And, you know, and the fact that it's been three years, imagine what he can do in, in two, three more years. What he can, imagine what he can do by next year, you know. I think mm -hmm. we need that that single season, we need to just take the mature and get focused with God. Because we need to get ourselves right before we even try to date somebody, you know, because... If you don't know yourself, 
you don't know how you're supposed to be treated. If you don't know what God love is, you don't know how you supposed to, oh, here we go. How you supposed to be treated, you know, love that man. You know, so like, for instance, you know, thinking back on the past relationships I had, I wasn't treated like I was supposed to. And granted, you know, I did some stuff too, you know, as well. I don't put all the blame on the, um, the other girl. But, you know, it, it really showed me that, okay, this is how I'm supposed to treat. This is not how I'm supposed to be treated, you know. And I realized what what I like and what I don't like and, you know, what how I want to be handled. You know, when I say handled, it's like uh, not treated, but on the respect level, you know. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, because it's like choppy, so I don't know when it stops and starts. Yeah, I'm saying that. That's why I'm trying to pause after I say stuff. Yeah. So I was like, you make perfect sense because I was um, raised in a really strict household and I was raised to have a lot of respect for specific types of people, especially those who appeared older than me, even if they weren't, if they had the demeanor or esteem of someone who was quite mature, I had to give them utmost respect. And it... I learned to do that toward to everyone after a while, because if you put them in a position to be respected, the more likely they're going to change themselves to accommodate the respect they're given. And I, I think that, um, like, you know, kind of like rising to the challenge. Mm. Some people who genuinely are keen enough to see that this is an opportunity where they can improve themselves and acquire it will actually rise to the challenge and change and mature. Um, but I feel like it's, it's important to know that in relationships, we have to know who we are in Christ is what you said. And I agree with that. And if Christ called us to be ministers, to be this conquerors, more than conquerors in Christ, to be this, we'll be more apt to walk in it and we will yield to his will and actually try to become who he called us for us to be who he ordained for us to be in his kingdom so I definitely understand where you're coming from when it comes down to like knowing who you are in Christ in order for it to even in order for you to find your kingdom spouse Mm. um that's like really important so yeah and another thing that just came back into my remembrance uh when you say kingdom spouse is you know, sometimes it could be that God has to work on your spouse and it's not you all the way. Like, because mm-hmm. while I thought it was 100% me, like, I have to change. I have to get better. I have to do this. And then, like, one day, either somebody said it to me or I just had thought in my head, like, what if I'm not completely the reason why I haven't met her yet? What if my wife still is being you know, pruned, as they say, by God. And mm-hmm. she gets some stuff underhand, handle herself before we can meet. So as mm-hmm. Christians, I think we need to put that in there because we sometimes will be hard on ourselves when it comes to that. Like, oh, I got to be completely perfect when I meet my husband or wife. No, y'all not going to be perfect, but, you know, y'all got to be healed as well. Because, you know, some of us still dealing with, old relationships that happened five, 10 years ago. And you just like, 
you haven't healed from it or something happened to you when you was a kid that you haven't healed from. And I seen this phrase on Instagram when they was like, if you was hurt at 14 and you're a 35 year old person and you still haven't healed from that, you still 14 years old, you know, because you have to, you have to heal because that God could see you a person just like, like this pastor said that was at my church one day, he was like, some of us can be, our soul can be hurt, like broken, and you just don't trust nobody or, you know, you stuck in your ways, you ain't healed, long story short. And he was like, you can miss your, your, your spouse because you still dealing with stuff that you should have been done dealt with. And when he said that, it convicted me. First of all, I was like, ooh, I said, damn, because... I thought I forgave somebody. I thought I forgave somebody that hurt me to my core and I didn't fully forgive them at the time. And I was like, dang. So I really, you know, didn't forgive them. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you. This is how I knew I didn't forgive them. I had, I had some told me not to, but you know, I didn't listen. <laughs> some told me not to go on that girl page and just, I just wanted to see how she was doing. You know what I'm saying? Cause I didn't follow her on social media no more. So I had, I had typed it up. It didn't, it didn't show up the first time. I was like, okay, maybe she, you know, changed her name or whatever. And I was like, okay. So I did it again. And the page popped out. I was like, okay, let me see how she doing. You know, just checking up on her. And I saw that she had graduated from college. And I was like, oh, cool. That's what's up. And, like, mm-hmm. I immediately just started feeling sad, like, to the point where I was, like, on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. And I just dang, like, I didn't, I guess I didn't fully forgive this person. Like, somebody told me that was the reason why later on it was like, you had fully forgave her for what she did to you because, you know, just being honest, I was, I was, you know, I told her, we talked about it, like, we are supposed to get married as she graduated. So when I seen mm-hmm. that, like, all them thoughts just start fluttering in my head, and I was like, yo, and feeling bad, but that's why I say you have to be real with yourself and be like, I haven't forgave that person versus me. Like, man, I forgave that person. I'm, I'm going to still move on. And I try to meet my wife. And then I just still have stuff from the past. And it just be bad. It just be, it be all bad. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Let me see. I, I'm going to look at the questions that I had and like asking them because I know I wrote some down. So, okay, that's great. The devil got me almost because I had to reset my whole phone. So I really lost all the notes. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I guess I should say why do you think the world doesn't seem to focus on Christian youth in today's time? And if they do, in what ways, what aspects do they focus on? Do you believe there's a lack of representation for Christian youth in contemporary times? You said the youth? Yeah, the youth. Okay, can you restate that question again? Okay, so it's basically just asking, like, do you think that the world even knows about Christian youth? And do you think they get enough representation in today's time? I feel like the world knows about Christian youth, like the young people in Christ. It's mm-hmm. just they choose not to. Mm-hmm. Because like, when Jesus was on, on earth, 
Like he was the literally physical Bible on earth and people chose mm-hmm. to ignore him. So that's how I feel like it's with the Christian youth because I hear a lot of people say, oh, it's not enough youth in the church. Oh, it's not enough youth in, Christ- in Christianity. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know a lot of people who young my age days in Christ. Y'all just choose not mm-hmm. to look at them because either, and I'll be honest with you, either they look at their appearance, which God told us clearly not to do, but look at their appearance mm-hmm. and that person got dyed hell, they got tattoos and stuff like that, and they choose to, oh, man, that ain't of God. And that person could be a Christian, like a super Christian, as I call them. <laughs> but it, that's part of the reason they not, they not being looked at, you know, like like people like me and you, like we we Christian youth, you know. So we out here. It just you got to choose to look at them. And another thing I want to say is you got to give us opportunities. Mm-hmm. I gave this platform is for people like me and you, Christian youth, you know, who want to express how they feel about God or express some topics that they got to feel about or you know promote their business or just get on here and talk like me and you doing now. So, you know, yeah. that, you know, because I wanted God to get out there more and I wanted a platform for it, for, for the youth people to re- be honest with you. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Like I would definitely be on top of that. When I came across Trade with a Purpose, I said, okay, especially during COVID, I was like, this is great. <laughs> I've been looking for people who are like, cause I'm like, I'm looking for like-minded people who like me and how to fit like how people who can relate to me trying to reach the same goal which is salvation and relationship with Christ so I'm like if I surrounded myself with people who had the same goal as I and could relate to me then I feel like it would be better for me and my relationship with God and it just it worked like created with a purpose was one of the best platforms that I had that were helpful and that's where I first met you and then your podcast of course is a great addition to what I am doing now to help learn and have discussions about things that we should know in about life and in truth um so I feel like I I kind of feel like you're right about them not choosing to put promote Christian youth or platforms for Christian youth like that like there's this music there's this um youtube channel that promotes um christian youth music like basically music that we can relate to like everyone loves the gospel music that comes out that everyone of all ages like but there's special ones not targeted but i guess made by people who are like us our Mm -hmm. age our peer group who are christ who are looking who are in christ and um you can get a different vibe from the music that they're giving out. It's called Blessed, spelled B-L-S-S-D. Mm. So if you want to learn or ch- find more music, like I found some really good songs, you can go on their channel and um, find some music. Like I love platforms like that. Could you send me that? Oh. Yeah, I think, can I ch- type it in the chat box and then... If you if you you can send it to me on Instagram. Yeah, I'll definitely do that, and then you can promote them. Like they're like like and ha- play some of their music on your channel or whatever on your podcast. Like they got yeah. really good music. It's so good. Yeah. That's that's actually some <clears throat> I was going to do uh, was to try to you know 
promote people on my podcast, like the music and stuff. But I ain't gonna get too much into that. But yeah, I'm definitely yeah. it's gonna works with that. But um, you was talking about something, and it, it refreshed my memory when you was talking about uh, oh, created with a purpose. Yeah, definitely that group right there. It helped me start my journey. You know, shout out to Liz and Lydia and all the people who I met, and I can't remember all y'all, but I remember if I see your face. <laughs> But I definitely, you know, just kind of <laughs> looking for a good Christian group to go to. That is a group to go to. It's fire. It's definitely fire. Um, yeah. But the question I have for you is, when it comes to finding Christian friends, because I think you spoke on this before, now that you're starting to find some, what do you think about it? Repeat the question. I didn't catch it. So I remember you saying something about Christian friends are high as hard to kind of find Christians our age. So now that you're starting to find more Christian friends and stuff, how do you feel about it? Like, how has it changed in your life? It makes me feel like I have a group of people that I can talk to that understand me. And it feels more genuine. Um, Because, like, a lot of the times, I hate to say it, it's like, if you were to go to people who are outside of your peer group who are older, not all of them, that's if you're like dealing with like um, legalists that happen to be like of older age. They exist in the Christian youth too, but not as, uh, not as much as those who are older. Mm. And so it's like, when it comes from someone who can relate to you and God speaks through them to you, like I remember being on a, a Bible study and I was just having a really hard time. And one of the um, moderators of the Bible study session, I think her name was, um, started with a, Erica. <laughs> Erica, do you remember Erica? Yeah, I remember Erica. Yeah, yeah. And um, she received messages from the Holy Spirit saying, I love you, I love you. And she told, she asked somebody, she asked everybody, is there someone that feels like God does not love them? And at that time, I felt like with the oppression that I was dealing with, I felt like, you know, I, how could he love me if I went through all that? Like what, how I had, I was like, my faith is being tested in short. And I was like, I just raised my hand. I didn't feel like I had anything to lose. I'm like, I felt like I was struggling with that. And yeah. And, um, you know, she told me that God loves me and she gave me Bible verses to look at. And it's, it's, it's improving. I have my ups and downs though, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're ups and downs and not a straight downward spiral. <laughs> right. But I've been improving. I've been improving since then. So it's been really good. Like the feeling that you get when someone who I don't know what it is, but there was something that I could tell that was real genuine about that moment, like God driven in that moment that I'm not saying wouldn't have happened with someone that would be older than I am. Mm-hmm. But I just know that those experiences, I didn't get that much of those experiences with, well, I don't know. Like majority of the time, I didn't get most of those experiences that I was looking for from the Holy Spirit from people that were way older than me regarding myself. Like, I don't think I've ever been prophesied over or anything like that. And when she told me that, I was like, well, this is 
I, I just, I had to, I, something told me that it was genuine. It was like really genuine. I think it was the Holy Spirit leading me to view it as something to speak up for. And he used the perfect platform to do it. I don't think I would have felt as safe had it been someone way older than me. Cause I felt like there would be like a type of demureness I would have to maintain or a certain mannerism I'd have to up to keep up. Like, I feel like I would have to be feigning an appearance in order to make sure that my elders were respected and that I was seen as worthy of listening to in their eyes that I didn't feel the need to keep up with when dealing with Erica at that time. So it's not so much that I don't prefer um, an older group of people. Cause sometimes when they, the older group of people that I know, I know people who are serious about God in every aspect of way. So appearance means nothing to them. <laughs> and then I know, unfortunately know people who are legalists, but I, I just know that it's, it was a really good experience for me. Like, I really do appreciate that moment. Right. Cause it was, it was some times where <clears throat> I, I personally did not have any Christian friends. They, I said, if they was Christian, they was very lukewarm. And I was lukewarm at a point too. Um, so one day I just was talking to God and I got I gotta tell this story first. So I'm gonna just give God all his glory. So I was I was mm-hmm. in like this Bible uh one-on-one session with somebody. Um apparently she did that. Like you know those people that I talk to people online about the Bible and like have Bible study. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so I met one of them. Um, and we were just talking, and she was like, Hey, you want to do Bible study? I'm a part of this organization where we do that. And I'm like, Okay, cool, or whatever. Um, because I was trying to get into the word at that time. And I had a meeting to go to uh with matter of fact, it was with created with a purpose, and I told her, I said, Hey. I have a meeting to go to with my other, you know, with my other Christian friends group. And that's when I first got into it, <laughs> creators with a purpose. Um, and they were just, she was just like, well, why are you, why are you on that? And are they teaching you the right thing? I'm just, yes, they teaching me excellent, you know, excellent stuff. I was like, what is, what is wrong with this man, this lady? Like the girl was my age. That was the funny thing. And, <clears throat> You know, I said something and she was like, you know, I said, I, I think I said I prayed to God about uh, for Christian friends. And then that's when I got into the group. And she was like, just because they Christian friends don't mean they were sent by God. Man, I'm saying in my head, I was like, I don't think the devil is sending you Christian friends. And I told her that I was like, I don't think the devil You'd be surprised. Christian You'd friend. be surprised. You remember? You remember when Jesus was like at the last supper and he told Peter that he was going to die on the cross and Peter said, no, I can't have that. And he said, no, get thee behind me, Satan. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I, I, I feel, I see, I see what you did there. But yeah, yeah you definitely got to be cautious with that. But yeah, back to what I was saying is she, when she said that, I just was like, what? And then she was like, oh, people nowadays, they can't. Uh, have dreams by God or whatever. And I was like, my pastor's wife can see stuff. Like she has dreams. She was like, yeah, you can't do that. And I'm just like, this lady is tripping. 
So I end up leaving her and I asked my friend, I was like, hey, he was the only Christian friend I had at the time. Mm-hmm. I believe the people in creative with a purpose they good at their point. So I went to him, I was like, bro, you the most Christian friend I know. <laughs> and I, I explained this to him and he was like, bro, that's, that's not right at all. That's not how it's supposed to go. And my brother said that too. <clears throat> So back to what I was saying, I had to give the backstory so you understand like how God blessed me. So I started finding Christian friends blue from creative with a purpose. It started with them. Then I met some more people. And to this day, I don't mean people. So it's just like I asked God for more Christian friends and he gave them to me. But he took away my old friend. You know, cause we a new creature here and we give ourselves to God. So he took out, he took away my old friends. Like all of them just start dropping. Like it wasn't no bad terms. It just, we just start communicating, start communicating. And then it's just like more Christian friends, more Christian friends, more. So definitely um, we have to, we'll find people our age. Like really, we just got to ask God, you know, and it has to be in his will to give it to us because, you know, you want what he he know what he know what's best for you. So definitely, you know, if anybody out here struggling yeah. with Christian friend, pray to God about it, and He'll definitely provide for you if it's according to His will. Yeah, it's true. And um, what was I gonna say? It was a good point. It was like it's interesting that she says that that doesn't happen, but in the Bible, there's literally something that says He poured out His Spirit on His people for them to have dreams and stuff and i i would that's what i would have matched her to <laughs> upon hearing that because that's it's really strange um i'm sorry that you had to have that experience that was and i, I ain't trying to bash the girl or nothing like that but it's just you know i just use that as a testimony for somebody you know you definitely have to watch because just like Sydney said about the man she was talking to, just because they said a Christian do not mean they Christian, you know, and we go on on a whole nother topic about, hey, I told God to let him, you know, have his way on you. So definitely, um, definitely watch their fruit. It said that in the Bible. I think it said test their spirit by the fruit, by their fruit. So mm-hmm. definitely, so if you see as the young people say nowadays, red flags, leave, like, you know, go to God and be like, hey, that's not of you, right? Leave, because like sitting there was talking about legalism, it is unfortunately some things that you do not want to get into that you think is Christian, but really it's not Christianity um, because the devil is the father of all lies. He can make a lie look like it's the truth so good that you'll think it's the truth, but it's it's yeah. not. Definitely read your word. I got a lot of Bibles in my house, but, you know, <laughs> definitely read your word because, you know, it, it says my people fall due to the lack of knowledge. Like the devil know the word, right? You know he know yeah. the word. I think he spoke the word to Jesus when he was talking to him. If I'm not mistaken, but you right. know you got to know the word too. You got to be like Jesus spit back scriptures with him. You know because the, the enemy hit man. I'm telling you, the enemy will use somebody that is so close to you, and you'll be like, wow, like he can use your friend that you grew up with. And they'll just say some off the wall one day, and you'll be like, wait a minute, what what you said? And mm-hmm. throw you off because that's your friend. You you want to you want to expect that from, from them. So you know you gotta read the word and be like, okay, what she said is not true. Like, 
personally, I was talking to my friend, um, and they was a Muslim. And this is when I say you have to watch who you talk to and what you listen to. But like we said earlier, um, he was trying to tell, he was telling me about Christianity. I mean, um, Islam, and I was talking about Christianity, and you know, it, it was like a friendly debate or whatever. Like we didn't disrespect each other and everything, but you know, he was he was saying how this don't make sense, and I was telling him, you know, how it makes sense, and I was telling him that, you know, basically his. I don't want to bash nobody religion, but how, why is this so in the Bible? You know, mm-hmm. and it made me realize like it's a lot of lost people out here. So you definitely gotta you gotta watch what you listen to, um, because watch who you listen to, because you definitely can your mind can get misstrued. I hope I'm saying that correctly, <laughs> but your mind can get like so mm-hmm. up because you focusing. Yeah. On something that you have no business focusing on, friends and the devil hear you too, and he'll send you that yeah. friend. And it ain't that friend you want, but you know. So just had a sermon. Just ask God for the sermon. Long story short. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Definitely, it's all a part of like covert spiritual warfare. Um. Like lately, I've been reading. Um prayer this prayer book that I have I think I have it around here I can show it to you guys it's so cool um this book right here I don't know if it's gonna show or not there you go okay born to yeah. Fight. yeah it's a really good book um I feel like the Christian you should really get into spiritual warfare I was gonna ask you I'm like do you feel like we are what where where areas do you think we should work on as Christian youth um, in developing and maturing in Christ? And one of my answers was learning spiritual warfare. What do you think? I think we kind of touched on it earlier. And my perspective was, I'm only speaking for myself because I can't speak for nobody else. But one is is lust because lust can get us in some trouble that we weren't even supposed to get right. into. And you think about the people in the Bible, like uh, Joseph, he ran. That brother literally ran from it. And and he ended up getting blessed for, if I'm not mistaken, for not doing the sin. Um, and think about, uh, I just read about him. I think David, when he had sex with somebody's wife, and then he had her husband killed, so, you know, they can find out about it. So, love's mm-hmm. can be in trouble. So, you definitely have to Ask God to help you with that because you do not want to be like David where he had to figure out how to kill this lady <laughs> husband to try to cover what he did. Um, but yeah, you don't want to be in that predicament. We got to be like Joseph and Ron. You um, say flee from sexual immorality. I think I think that's in Proverbs. I'm not I'm not sure. Google it. It'll, it'll let you know. <laughs> um, another thing is uh, young people uh, financial financially. Um, I know that's probably not Christian, but us as Christian, you well, actually it is. Oh, it shows, is. You're right. Uh, um, I don't know why this came to my head, but I remember I think it was Jesus. Somebody gave three people something, and one of them I can't I can't remember what the other two did, but one of them buried the money or whatever he gave them. I think it was money, and right. I think I think yeah. it was 
Jesus who said this, but I'm not sure. But some, I think Jesus was like, "Why you just buried your money?" Basically, we could have did something with it. So mm-hmm. as as Christians, we I feel like we got to we got to manage our money better because we got to remember, like I stated earlier, we're not of this world; we're just in it. So mm-hmm. people buying the, the the fancy cars and the fancy this and that and you gotta realize, hey, I, I'm I'm not able to, you know, do that. I'm not. I can't be like I can't be like everybody else. Here go that top again. I can't be like everybody else. I have to be different. Mm-hmm. Like my boy Ben. Shout out to my boy Ben. Um, he he literally, you know, was trying to help me out with something, and you know, I saw the price of it. I said, oh, I can't <laughs> afford that though. And I, I had to really realize, you know. I can't afford it, but I don't mean somebody else can't, can't afford it, you know? So you, you got to live within your means. You have to live with what God has blessed you with because, at, excuse me, as one of my friends um, always say, she said, she told me, she was like, God has to, God can bless you with a little at first to see what you're going to do with it. And then he could bless you with it a lot. Because if you got, if you only got like $100 and you just blow that on something, you, you shouldn't have did. Like, let's just say you, you, go, you go out to eat, spend $100, Versus you, you know, buying some clothes for yourself, you know, investing yourself, like buying your suit or, you know, buying you a Bible, something like that. Um, when he give you a lot of money, he's going to be like, well, if I gave you $100 and you just blew it on food, imagine what you're going to do if I give you a thousand. Like, literally, so we definitely have to be mindful about our financial resources because, you know, that, that, that is, that's very important as well um another one i want to talk about is um friendship but we already talked about that but yeah friendship definitely watch who you be friends with yeah Mm -hmm. so how long does this normally last this is like my first podcast but (laughs) oh you good It, it go however long you know I just say with this comes to have long God, make it. Um, so I try to shoot for 40, 45 minutes. Uh, but you know, if God make it go longer than a it can go longer, but you know, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Cause I was like, you know, I don't know how if you have like a time, a specific time frame. So I was just like, should I ask a question now? You can look, you okay. can go. I think I to this is I, I forgot to tell you this um earlier but this is a transparent raw fee i don't do no editing because i feel like if that's what god wanted to say you know we said it so he let us say it so do what you do oh all right so i will have a question do you are you aware of any false doctrines that are being perpetrated in the church that the christian youth love today in today's time you broke up. All I heard was church and false doctrine. Yeah. Are you are you aware of any false doctrines that are in the church that Christian youth love to eat up all the time and use? Mm-mm. I remember. I don't know if this is what you're asking, but I do remember two scenarios. So and I just was talking about this again a few minutes ago. It says in the Bible, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. And a lot of people like to say, mm-hmm. oh, men supposed to find a wife. 
And one day it hit me. I was at work and God hit me with this. It said, I'm going to see if you can find it first. He that finds a wife finds a good thing. Could you guess what he showed me when I read that? I don't know. I really, <laughs> I wish I had enough. Okay, so look. He, yeah, what? He that finds, which means finds, all right? I, I think Sydney froze, y'all. Hello. Oh, man. I think Sydney froze on us. Hello. 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 Oh, man. Sitting it unfroze on me. Well, hopefully she'll come back, you guys. Yeah, it just disconnected for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why I'm, I'm, it's crazy because I'm about to get off the Zoom because this is like the second time this has happened to me. But I, I'll tell you about that, you know, after the Zoom <laughs> meeting. Hello? Oh, wow. Yeah, this is definitely my last time using Zoom. That is 